Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, hello, everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I'm loving it. Tonight, I welcome you to Sunday Night Live, where we explore the principles that allow us to thrive in change. And change happens, right? Whether we wanted it, whether we planned for it, sometimes it comes out of nowhere. Sometimes we spend years plotting it. And then when it happens, we're shocked. Whatever kind of change you're going through, I want you to know that there are principles that will help you to be resilient, that will help you to learn and grow and thrive even when it doesn't feel like it. We all go through seasons in life, right? <laughs> so if you're going through a season where it doesn't feel like the change is helping you, you are in the right place. Hi, Tammy. I'm glad you're here. Corey, good to see you. Mary, hi. If you are new to Sunday Night Live, give StreamYard permission to use your name when you post comments. And that way you can participate in the, the discussions and we'll know who you are. If you've never been on a live Sunday Night Live, I want you to drop your name in those comments. Let us know who you are, where you're from. So glad you're here. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad everybody's here. All right, so as we get started, let's see. Our Thrive Principle tonight is trust the process. What I'm going to talk about tonight for many of you may feel very unfamiliar. It may even feel scary, but I want you to take a deep breath and let it out slowly. Get yourself in a place where you can just listen and let it sink in and allow yourself to approach something in your life, your weaknesses that you've maybe not looked at like this before. All right. So I'm going to invite you to trust the process I'm going to describe tonight. It will absolutely positively help you thrive in change. And it will also expand your ability to impact your world. So that's a win-win. So can't wait to share it. And I want to let everybody know that if you are a coffee lover or you know a coffee lover, you can order the world's best coffee. I'm not lying. It's so good. From thumbroastcoffee.com you can get 15% off just by using the coupon code THRIVE, T-H-R-I-V-E. If you use that at thumbroastcoffee.com, you will get 15% off of your coffee order. It is worth it. You will love it. It is my favorite. So I highly recommend Thumbroast Coffee. And I am so honored that they believe in the message of Sunday Night Live so much that they're willing to sponsor this as it goes out. And they want you to be able to enjoy great coffee, just like I do. Awesome. Okay, so let's get started with tonight's topic. We are talking about weaknesses and the trap that lies in our weaknesses. And the trap isn't what you think. The trap of our weaknesses is not what we often think. So how many of you have heard of Michael Phelps, the Olympic swimmer? At last count, I think he won 23 Olympic gold medals. Uh, 
he's an Olympic rock star. He is a swimming superstar. There's never been as capable, as fantastic of a swimmer as Michael Phelps. And just between you and me, he really stinks at figure skating. I mean, really bad. Just saying. I mean, you know, Michael, you might want to work a little bit on those uh, whatever. <laughs> now I've lost my I, my um, ice skating terminology. <laughs> I, was, I think there's some kind of a of a camel thing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But Michael Phelps can't do them. Michael Phelps is not a great figure skater. In fact, you guys, Michael Phelps, I would say figure skating skating is his weakness. Right? <laughs> Michael Phelps, 23 Olympic medals in swimming. Figure skating, not so much. Why is that? Because Michael Phelps has focused not on his weakness. He's not out there trying to be a better figure skater. He doesn't care about figure skating. He has spent all of his energy, all of his attention. He has placed all of his focus on being the best swimmer he can be. The trap we're talking about tonight is focusing on our weaknesses instead of focusing on our strengths. You guys have heard me say where our focus goes, our energy flows, right? And it is true when it comes to our weaknesses. The first coach, the first uh, leadership coach that I ever talked to, that I ever worked with, and I worked with her for just a short time, um, she opened my eyes to this concept. And until I spoke with her, I never realized it. And so as she's exploring what, what was I hoping to get out of our coaching relationship and, and some of the things that she could offer, she asked me, what did, what did I want to work on for myself? And I told her I, I wanted to work on my weaknesses. I really have a lot of weaknesses and I, I just want to, I want to boost them up. And she, bam, shut that right down. She said, oh, that's a trap. What? That's a trap, she told me. If you spend all of your time trying to improve your weaknesses, your strengths will never be strong. You'll just be average at everything. And she's right. <laughs> Let's see. Sarah says, I, so funny, she says, let me, okay, here we got it. So funny, Sarah says, I just got done talking to someone this afternoon about this and talking uh, oh, about where my focus is going to be in this next season and what needs to change to support that. So you're in the right place, Sarah. Welcome. Um, <laughs> hi, Denise. I'm glad you're here. And Sarah, it's good to have you. So my friend, Barbara, my coaching friend, Barbara, opened my eyes to something that's so critical, and I'm going to share it with you tonight. It is more important for you to focus on your strengths than it is to focus on trying to bolster your weaknesses. So first of all, let's put some parameters around that. Let's talk about thresholds. Are you familiar with the idea of a threshold that, you know, at some point, anything above this line is good enough. 
and anything below this line is not good enough, a threshold. When we're talking about our weaknesses, think about them in terms of a threshold. So for example, um, if you see yourself as not being great at math, having a weakness in math, there's a threshold that if you want to function in a regular society in life, you need to be able to do enough math to get you over that hump, right? But you don't have to do calculus, okay? You need to know enough math to do what you need to do in your everyday life. Does that make sense? How about reading, right? If, if we can't read at all, that's, that's below the threshold. It's important for people to be able to read. But if you can read enough to get your job done, to enjoy your life, to do what you need to do, you're, you're okay. You don't have to be the world's most voracious reader. You just have to read enough to know what you're looking at when you see a sign or you read a letter. There's a threshold there. And we get to decide where that threshold is. And that threshold can shift depending on our job. Michael Phelps, his ability to ice skate is down here, right? His threshold is low. He doesn't care as long as, you know, if he likes to ice skate, I don't even know. But he just, he just needs to be able to go around and, you know, hold some girl's hand and drink hot cocoa, do the winter thing. I don't know. He doesn't have to be a figure skater. What he needs, though, is to have a high threshold for his strength swimming. Think about yourself. Think about how much effort you may have put in to trying to get great at something that you really only needed to be okay at. I do this with computer programs. Maybe you've fallen into this trap. Or my phone, which I have a, a relatively old um, iPhone. This thing can do a lot of things, and I have not explored all of them because I don't need to know every last thing this phone does, and it would take all of my energy to raise that threshold of how much I know with my phone. I know enough to do what I need it to do, and I know where to go to ask a question. My kids, Google, if I need more information, I don't have to master every little thing that I do in order for it to be enough. There are things in your life that you are good enough. I want you to take a deep breath and embrace that. There are things in your life that you are good enough at. You don't have to be great at them. The time we spend trying to elevate our weaknesses after we've met the minimum re requirement is wasted energy. All it does is take our mediocre and make it slightly better than mediocre. But when we look at our strengths, when we identify what we're good at, and those things are sometimes not apparent, especially if you haven't done some reflecting. If you don't know what you're good at, ask a friend. Ask somebody you work with. Ask somebody who loves you. What am I good at? What are my strengths? What do you see that I make it look easy? If you don't know those things for yourself, ask somebody to help you and help you to identify your strengths.
Because once you know your strengths, you can start pouring your energy into getting better at those strengths. And instead of just being okay at what you're good at, coasting, doing just enough to get by, right? And then spending all of our hard work trying to get our weaknesses up. How about let's leave our weaknesses just above the threshold and start putting all of that beautiful, wonderful, positive energy into expanding our strengths, raising that lid. When we focus on our strengths, our strengths grow. And when our strengths grow and amplify, their impact is massive. The impact of your strengths depends on your effort to grow it, to expand it. Maybe you're a great listener. How can you take that strength? Maybe you're not a great public speaker. Well, then don't spend your time trying to get to be a great one. Be good enough to do what you have to do, but put your time into being the best listener you can be. What does great listening look like? Who are some of the best listeners I know? Where can I learn the different types of listening? How to listen better? When we start really leaning into our strengths and start exploring, how can I amplify those? The effort we put into our strengths is like 10 times as effective as the effort we put into trying to drag ourselves up in the weakness side of things. Boosting those strengths, whew, trying to boost those weaknesses. Now, does that mean that we ignore our weaknesses? No, especially when they're character weaknesses. I'm not talking about character weaknesses here. Lord knows it is not a good thing to say, you know what? I just lie a lot, but that's a weakness. I'm not going to work on it. That's not what we're talking about here. I'm not talking about character. I'm talking about gifts, talents, abilities, those kinds of strengths. If you have a character weakness, that's a talk for a different time. But our character weaknesses, we need to be able to be strong of character. We need to constantly be working on having more integrity, being a person of character, building trust. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the strengths, the talents, the gifts, the abilities that we have, that when we lean into those and let our weaknesses be just good enough to get us by, we can change the world. All right. So Sarah says, I believe we need to follow what makes us come alive and we will grow in our gifts if we do this. That is one of the signs. One of the signs that we're in our strength zone is when we're excited, right? We're passionate. We're alive. Like Sarah says, we're alive. Yes. And Tammy agrees with Sarah. Yes. When we come alive, we are in our strength zone. And the more we can stay there and amplify it, the stronger our impact on this world will be. And so I'm asking you, what are some of your strengths? And share them with us. Type them in. Write them down if you're taking notes. What are, where are your strengths? Because when you know your strengths, you identify your strengths, you are able to lean into those strengths, maximize their impact on this world. Our, our gifts, our strengths, our talents, our our joy, all of that amplifies when we focus on it. 
It is so discouraging. I mean, truly discouraging to spend sometimes years trying to offset a weakness, trying to get better at something. And the saddest thing in the world is when we tell ourselves, when you tell yourself, I'm not allowed to do what I love until I get better at doing this. Have you ever done that? Because I have. Shannon, you are not allowed to sew doll clothes, which is something I enjoy very much. You are not allowed to sew doll clothes until you master this online program. Well, maybe I just need to be this good at that computer program. Maybe I'm good enough there. Maybe I need to lean into my strength, my gift, my joy, and sew more doll clothes and allow that to unlock my creativity in other areas. Lean into that, using that as a way to give back to auctions or charities or, or um, Christmas gifts, right? A small thing, but it's a joy and it's something I'm good at. And over time, I've gotten very good at it. And now just the fact that I can go and sew something quickly, so I can whip out an outfit for myself or for one of my grandchildren, or I can make doll clothes. The fact that I can go and sew so easily without stress, without pressure, and it, and it turns out beautifully, that confidence that it gives me bleeds over into so many other areas of my life. And that's not even my career. That's just a hobby. When you give yourself permission to lean into the things that bring you joy, the things that make you come alive, like Sarah said, uh, the things that you either know or someone's told you, this is a real strength area for you. When you give yourself permission to lean into those and quit holding yourself hostage to overcoming this weakness in an area that doesn't matter. If you're supposed to be a great swimmer, don't worry if you're a good figure skater, right? <laughs> ah, we're talking about sharing. Sarah, I like this. You don't have to be the expert to share something, right? If you have a basic understanding and it makes you find joy, it will explode eventually if you're just willing to work at it. I totally get this. Um, yes. When we allow ourselves to focus on our joy, when we allow ourselves to do that and don't hold ourselves hostage, punishing ourselves because we're not good enough in this area, for years, I held back in areas that I knew I was good because I felt like I'm not good here. I'll go back to high school because it's an easy one. I was not a great math wizard. And so there were times when I spent many hours trying to to be good at math and it just wasn't something I enjoyed and it wasn't something that clicked for me. And all of that time I spent trying to get better at doing algebra two, I really would have gotten so much more bang up for the buck if I would have put that into the things that eventually I learned that I loved and was good at, like public speaking or teaching, coaching, facilitating groups, all of those things. And I did some of that, but had I given myself permission to just be okay, so much more could have happened in my strength zone. So where is your strength zone? Where are you 
supposed to be putting your focus because where your focus goes, your energy flows. This is the other thing that's so great. <laughs> this is so great. When we are learning things, learning new things in our strength zones, when we are following our heart and getting skills that allow us to do that, for example, getting a coaching certification if you want to be a coach, um, learning how to be the best bed and breakfast host that you can be if you own a bed and breakfast, whatever your whatever your thing is that brings you joy, when you spend your time feeding that joy, a couple of things happen. One of them is you get more energy to put toward the things that you're not so crazy about. You really do. It boosts your overall energy. So you have more when you have to do the things that none of us have every day not doing something we didn't want to do. That was a convoluted way to say it. Many days we have to do things we don't want to do. That was more clear. Many days we have to do things that we don't want to do or that we're not particularly great at. When we've given ourselves time and permission to invest ourselves into expanding our strengths, getting good at the things that bring us joy and that allow us to impact the world, we can take that energy and it's easier to apply it to something else. The other thing is that joy, that strength expands and it becomes a superpower. So what we used to be just good at, when we put our effort into it and we really raise that threshold, we get great at that thing. People seek us out for it. If you are in a career that you hate, I want to encourage you. And you don't have to ask me, but talk to a coach. <laughs> talk to somebody who can help you identify where are your strengths so you can start leaning into that and let your strengths become your superpower. Because we can just coast along as mediocre. When we're good at something, it comes easily, right? And it's so tempting to just kind of coast along, <laughs> not work on that too hard. That's fine. That's fine. I'm going to look over here where I'm, I'm not so great at that because this is good enough. Good enough. That's not what we're looking for to really impact this world. You have the opportunity to take that superpower and be great. It doesn't take a lot more effort, but it does take more effort. It does take attention. Focusing on your strengths, leaning into that, giving yourself permission allows you to have powerful impact. You're not just mediocre. You're not just medium. You are strong. It is powerful because of the energy that you put into it. So here's Tammy's. I love this, Tammy. Here's Here are your superpowers, your strengths. Positive attitude. Yes. Enthusiastic. Yes. Work well with others. Yes. Great skills to have. And when you amplify those, and Tammy is a member of Livestream Leadership, so she intentionally pours, those are the skills we work in, work on there, some of them. When you intentionally pour yourself into amplifying that, what an impact it makes in your quality of life and your ability to impact the world, right? Um, oh, and Tammy says, take the DISC assessment. If you don't know your strengths and your superpowers, uh, the DISC assessment, the DISC discovery program is a really, really good way to maybe surprise yourself in where your strengths lie, where your connecting strengths lie when you work with other people. 
Um, sometimes we think we're weak in an area when it's not that we're weak. I don't get along with people. I've had some of my clients say, so thank you for bringing that up, Tammy. Some I've had clients who said, I don't work well with people. You know, I, um, I don't fit in at work. Um, I just don't get along with anybody. And then as we explore how they're wired, they take that DISC assessment. They look at it and go, oh, it's because I'm in an industry that doesn't suit me. I'm trying to be somebody I'm not. And when they get that clarity, understanding their strengths, it makes it easier for them to connect with other people, to fit in. Um, to see themselves differently, not beat themselves up for not being that person. You are uniquely created. Your strengths are unique to you. And when you allow yourself to amplify those, to lean into them, you become even more uniquely you. And your special impact on the world happens when you allow yourself to focus on your strengths. Anybody else as we're wrapping up? This was a little bit of a short one, but a powerful one. Are you surprised? Are you surprised that your job <laughs> says Shannon, Coach Shannon on Sunday Night Live, your job is not to try and improve your weaknesses 5%. Your job is to have your weaknesses be above the threshold and then spend all the rest of your energy amplifying your strengths, spending time in that joy learning to do what you're good at even better, becoming an expert in whatever it is you're an expert in. Maybe you're an expert, Tammy, in being enthusiastic and working with others. Boy, those are strengths that can fit in in a lot of places, right? <laughs> strengths and superpowers, not weaknesses. Amen. That's exactly right, Tammy. Thank you for summarizing it. I am so glad, so glad that you that you tune in, that you are listening, not just to me and what I'm telling you, but that you're listening to yourselves. As you go through these Sunday Night Live programs, as you listen and learn, I just am so delighted that you aren't just ticking off a box. You're really leaning in. And that, that effort that you take to lean in, apply what you're hearing, go within and say, okay, what are my strengths? That effort will pay off in every area of your life, every area of your life, not just in allowing you to thrive and change better, because we're in, when we're in the midst of change, the process of focusing on our strengths, not our weaknesses, allows us to get out of that hole or get across that journey faster, more effectively, and in better shape. Um, Corey says her strengths, listening and bringing another perspective. How valuable is that? How valuable is that? Being able to bring another perspective. Corey, that's really interesting. Um, and I'm curious, um, how does that show up? Um, how does bringing another perspective show up in your world and how is that amplifying? And even if you don't share that here, something to think about, how does that superpower, if you will, that strength of being able to bring another perspective. How is that changing your world? And how can you get even better at doing it? Carol said, it is so worth it to learn and improve in every area of your life. Yeah. And this is the beauty. When, 
when we are, when we're focused on our weaknesses, we're, we're always finding, finding flaws, right? Now, if I had to ask you to make a list of your weaknesses and a list of your strengths, I'm wondering how many of you would have a much longer list of weaknesses than you would strengths. It's our tendency. It's also what people tend to focus on in school. Often it's what our parents focused on, right? Trying to make sure that we're up to up to snuff, that we're, we're not um, falling short anywhere. They want us to get those great grades and they want us to have good manners. And they, they tend to focus on the gaps and where we fall short. So now that you have an opportunity to focus on the strengths, that list of your strengths that can get longer. And as you feel that strength, when, you, when you're in the zone, when you come back from doing a task and you go, wow, that felt great, write it down. That's a strength. That's a strength. That's something that you can lean into. That's something, if you write down those strengths, you just might see some patterns there. And those patterns, the patterns that our strengths show us are often a great pointer for what we need to do next, for maybe the direction that our path needs to go for us to fulfill our potential. A lot of times when we look at that list of strengths, it unlocks an understanding of our purpose. It's a beautiful thing. Ah, Carol's, Carol's given a plug here for the Saturday morning live stream leadership. Um, she says, if you want to learn even more, join us on Saturday morning for the Mastermind Leadership classes. Ask Shannon to help you know how to be a part. I would be delighted to help you. If you are a person who wants to consistently lean into your strengths and be surrounded by people who believe in their strengths and your strengths too, and we sharpen each other in those classes, um, I would love to introduce you to the idea talk to you about what that looks like. And all you have to do is drop me a comment, send me an, a message and I'll send you a link and we can have a half hour discovery call. I'll answer all your questions. It can be amazing. Um, but I'm here to tell you that however you go about intentionally, consistently leaning into and amplifying your strength, strengths, however you do that, you need to do it because that's what allows you to really, really thrive in the midst of change. Uh, Carol says, one thing I've learned is that we are not in competition with others. Ooh, what a great point as we're talking about strengths and weaknesses, right? One thing I've learned, she says, is that we are not in competition with others. We are ourselves and learn to love ourselves as we are. Yes, that person over there, I will never be a swimming champion, and it doesn't matter how much time I put into it. It's not going to be who I am, right? To compare myself to Michael Phelps, not a good idea. We aren't the same. But how tempting is it sometimes, Carol, to compare ourselves to somebody who's maybe a peer, right? Somebody who's just a little bit ahead of us on their journey, or maybe they started their journey at the same time. And they seem to have gotten so much farther faster. The comparison game. Mm, mm, mm. That's focusing on our weaknesses. That gap between us and fill in the blank so-and-so person. 
when we focus on how they're doing so much better than we are, how they're so much farther ahead. I had, I'm so glad you brought that up, Carol, because I had a conversation about that with, with somebody this morning at church. And it was really powerful that there are people, always people that are going to be ahead of us on their journey. They're going to be behind us on their journey and we cannot focus on them. We focus on ourselves. How can I be better than I was yesterday? How can I accept who I am, the strengths I have, and amplify those so that my strength becomes a superpower and I don't spend all of my precious, powerful energy focusing on how I don't measure up, I fall short. We don't want to feed that. Ah, Corey says, so many great things are covered on Saturday mornings and so bummed I missed this week. We missed you, Corey, um, but glad I can at least listen to the recording. Yeah, which is which is a great feature um, if somebody's not able to be at Livestream Leadership we always have the recording available so that you can either watch it or listen to it. Um, it's not quite the same as being part of that live mastermind process, uh, but it's still powerful and lots to learn. So we never really have to miss out. Um, and Tammy agrees. Tammy agrees with the comparison game that we don't need to play it. We are who we are. God made us the way we are. Bring the honor. I am who I am. And every day I want to be better than I was yesterday. And I want to do that, not by trying to take my, my weaknesses and make them a tiny bit better, but lean into my strengths and let that blow up and take off. This has been amazing, you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here, for your comments. Don't forget, if you are looking for, if you are craving a positive way to consistently amplify your strengths, the Livestream Leadership Program is an amazing place to start. I would love to tell you more about it. Um, it comes highly recommended, as you can see. <laughs> so um, do, do explore that if that's something that you've been craving. With that, I'm going to say goodbye. I love you. God bless you. And I will see you all next week. Oh, one more thing. If you thought this was helpful. If you found it inspiring, if it's done anything for you today or tonight, depends on when you're watching it or listening, feel free to share it. Feel free to share it. Tag somebody that you know and tell them this reminded me of you. And you know what else you could do? I just thought of this, but it's a great idea. Also, let them know. I think your strength is this. You need to expand this strength. You are so good at fill in the blank, whatever that strength is that you see in your friend. When we encourage people like that specifically, and then give them something like this video to say, you have permission to lean into that and make it your superpower. What a gift you've just given someone. All right. Thank you. Encouraging friends. God bless you. I will talk to you soon. <laughs> Take care. Bye.